3: The makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly, aided and abetted by Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, B. Benaderet, and yours truly, Harlow Wilcox. The writing is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. In the recent nationwide popularity poll among 1,091 radio editors conducted by Radio Daily, the award for the most popular commercial radio program went to Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and all of us are very proud of this honor, and we particularly like that word commercial. Because during the many years Fibber McGee and Molly have been on the air, we've done our best to play fair with the radio audience in our advertising. We've tried to make no extravagant claims, limiting our statements to provable facts, which the users of Johnson's Wax Products could easily demonstrate to themselves. We're proud and happy that both the entertainment we offer and the product we sell have received such warm approval in your homes. When Mrs. Molly Driscoll McGee of 79 Whistful Vista gives a card party, it's not one of your -your catch-as-catch-can-throw-your-coat-in-the-corner-and-deal affairs. It's a matter of flowers on the mantle, candy on the table, and shoes on the husband. And here, getting ready for the occasion, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh!
4: My goodness, McGee, I haven't given a party for so long I'm as nervous as a cow in the deer hunting season <laughs>
5: <laughs> Calm down now, baby, calm down Everything's under control, I think <laughs> And a thing like this, there's only one thing you got to worry about What's that? If it's table stakes and you're running low, buy your new stack before the deal Because when you've got plenty of what chips What are you talking
4: you're... about? We're not using chips
5: What do you mean we're not using chips? How can you play poker without chips? If you use matches and four people at the table are smoking, you always
4: end yeah, up... Yeah, by... but we're not playing poker We're playing bridge.
5: You're kidding, aren't you?
4: (laughs) I am not. If I wanted a poker party, I'd rent the back room of Joe's Tavern. Oh. This is a bridge party for ladies and gentlemen, of whom, fortunately, we know just about enough for two tables.
5: (laughs) Oh, but bridge, my gosh, what a dull game. I don't even believe I even remember enough about it to play it, even.
4: (laughs) Well, it's quite simple, dearie. Huh? All you do is wait till your partner says two clubs.
5: Uh-huh.
4: And then you say seven-no-trump.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
4: And two days later, they find your body floating down the river. <laughs> and do you know who's coming? Who? Miss Fordelia Blakewell-Butler herself.
5: No, you mean... Miss
4: Fordelia Blakewell-Butler, society editor of the Wistful Vista Gazette.
5: Well, my word. And
4: believe me, dear lad, getting Fordelia to come to your party is like getting the royal family to high tea at Duffy's Tavern.
5: Well, gee, that's great, but I still think poker would be a much better
6: game Oh, I
4: wonder who that is It's a little early for the guests to arrive Come in Oh, Mrs. Carstairs, do come in, Mrs. Carstairs
6: Thank you, my dear Good day, Mr. McGee Hi, Carsty.
5: I understand you're one of the unfortunate victims selected for our little slaughter tonight (laughs) Better bring your checkbook and a fright wig
6: Please don't worry about me, Mr. McGee Oh, Uh, Here, Mrs. McGee, is the sandwich tray you wanted to borrow
4: Oh, thank you so much, Millicent you know, himself here wanted to play poker tonight instead of bridge. But what with the society editor of the Gazette... What?
6: Over? For Delia Blakewell Butler? Oh, my dear, I congratulate you. She almost never attends social functions except in the most exclusive circles.
5: Well, I'll spike her root beer and she can run around in one of her own. <laughs> hey, I'll cut the deck with you, high man, for 50 cents.
6: Oh. Very well, Mr. McGee. Oh, and my dear, if there's anything more I can do to help out with your party, I'll be only too happy to... King of hearts, Mr. McGee. To assist. Add Rat at the four of diamonds. I owe you 50 cents. Let's do it again.
4: Thank you, Millicent, but I think everything is under control now.
6: If Marie, my upstairs maid, can help you with serving, uh, Queen of Spades, Mr. McGee, I'm sure she'll be glad to I'll come
5: over. Oh, at the five of clubs. I owe you a buck. Cut them again, kiddo.
4: Thank you so much, Mrs. Starstairs, but I don't think my guests will be spending much time upstairs.
6: Oh, well, with Marie, you can't tell, my dear Since we've had her, my husband even runs upstairs to check the furnace (laughs) Ace of diamonds, Mr. McGee
5: Well, I'll be a six of hearts and I owe you a buck and a half Once more, once more, double or nothing, Millie
6: Now, don't hesitate to call me if I can do anything, my dear And please tell Miss Butler that I spell my name with an S Carstairs Uh, Tray of spades, Mr. McGee Uh Now I got you no,
5: I haven't either. Deuce of diamonds. <laughs> you gotta go, Carsty.
4: Yes,
6: I have a hair appointment. Uh, good day, my dear, and thank you for the sandwich tray, Millicent.
5: Here's your three bucks, Lucky.
6: Lucky, Mister McGee. I think you will find all your opponents have the same sort of luck until you learn to shuffle the deck so that the cards can't be read like twenty-four sheet posters. Good day. <laughs>
5: Why, that old sharpshooter. She took advantage of my clumsiness. That's what she took advantage of my.
4: Well... Stop pouting, Pigeon. You brought it on yourself. She whiz. Well, now, let me see. I think maybe another bowl of peanuts on the side table there and a couple of more ashtrays on the... Come in. Hello there, kids. Oh, hello there, Mr. Oldtimer.
2: Happened to be in the drugstore, daughter, and Kramer says you'd ordered some ice cream and I told him I'd skip over here with it. Here you are, both kinds.
5: We only ordered one kind,
2: old-timer. Well, keep the kind you want, kids. I'll take the other one back.
4: Uh, what two kinds did Mr. Kramer send?
2: 2D and fruity. Huh? If you want the fruity, I'll return the two or if you want the tootie, I'll take never, back never, the fruity. Never, never,
5: never, <laughs> never. We'll keep both of them. Hey, tell me something.
2: Certainly, Johnny. Tell you anything you want to know, except... Why, there are more monkeys' uncles than there are monkeys. That's one of the great mysteries i No, ever... no.
4: You know, I think what he really wants to know, Mr. Old-Timer, is just what is your real name?
5: Yeah. old is not only pretty corny,
2: it's clumsy. Well, kids, I... I kind of hoped it would never come to this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, why don't you just call me Number 28 or Danny K or Hey You or something?
4: Why, are you ashamed of your name? Well...
2: No, not exactly, daughter, but <clears throat> just never seemed to fit me somehow. Oh. Confidentially, my name is Rupert. <laughs> Rupert? My God. Rupert. Yep. Rupert Blazing Game. Oh.
4: And I'll give you five bucks a piece to forget it.
2: You don't
5: have to do that, Roop a matter of fact, I kind of like it
4: Very aristocratic, Mr. Blazingame Personally,
2: kids, I like what they called me in the CBs better What was that,
5: if it's fit for my wife's ears?
2: Oh, yes In the CBs, I was known as Serial number Seven Four Eight Five Six Seven Nine Eight Two 567
1: 982 little hard
2: to use in a conversation, but
1: it's... <laughs> hey,
2: what time is it? Oh, it's about half past Gee willikers, i got to get going, kids I gotta be at the tattoo parlor in ten minutes. You mean you're getting tattooed? Nope. Getting untattooed, daughter. Some of my artwork has got to be toned down a little for a civilian life. <laughs> There's a hula dancer on my left shoulder that don't know it yet, but by tomorrow morning she's gonna be a pilgrim
3: father. <laughs> Billy Lells in the orchestra, and aren't you glad you're you?
5: To ask the society editor of the Gazette over here tonight. That's four Well, now,
4: dearie, it won't hurt any of us to use our manners for one evening.
5: Oh, well, shucks.
4: Personally, I'm rather going to enjoy a party here that doesn't wind up with people squirting seltzer water at each other. (laughs) (laughs) See, uh, McGee did. Oh, dear, and I haven't even had time to dress yet. Come in. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Aren't you a little early? Party isn't for two hours yet.
5: I know, but I thought you might need some extra score pads, Molly. Hi, Doc. Hi, Fibber. Happened to have some lying around. Thought I'd bring them over.
4: Oh, thank you, Doctor.
5: Everything going smoothly, Molly?
4: Yes, I think everything's under control, Doctor. Hi, Doc. Hi. Uh, did I...
1: Uh...
4: <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, uh, did I tell you that Fordelia Blakewell-Butler is coming?
5: Great, Scott, you mean the society editor of the Gazette?
4: Yes. Do you know her personally, Doctor?
5: Yes, I do, though professionally it would be a more accurate term, as I first met her due to a rather painful injury... What'd she do, Capsule Happy, get run down by a typewriter carriage? Well, it's a matter of public record, so I guess I can tell you. Hi, Doc. On one of the rare occasions... Hi. On one of the rare occasions... One of the rare occasions when she went out socially, coming home late at night, she got her heel caught in a streetcar track.
4: Oh, how terrible. Was she badly hurt?
5: Oh, not a bit. But I had to treat him for a torn ligament. He tried to get her to pay my bill. Who tried to get her to... The chap that was with her. The heel that caught in the car track. <laughs> but,
4: uh, what does Miss Butler look like, Doctor?
5: Well, I'd say she was about five feet four, brown hair, with incipient alopecia areata due to a childhood attack of typhoid, blue eyes inclined to acute myopia, an almost undetectable congenital malformation of the phalanges, third digit of the dexter pedal extremity... An unobtrusive papilloma on the left inferior maxillary and a bit underweight, due, I think, to hypothyroidism. <laughs> really a very attractive woman.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, 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 she... Yeah, she sounds like a power's model who's lost most of her powers. Peggy, <laughs> I was merely being accurate. Oh. Beauty to me is a matter of circulation, muscle tone, and a willingness to pay my fee at the end of the month.
4: Well, I'd still like to know more about Miss Butler, Doctor. Is she very ritzy?
5: Do I have to take off my cloak and spread it on the floor so she can cross a spilled drink? <laughs> if you'd get something in the house besides root beer, Blue Nose, people wouldn't spill their drinks, they'd drink them.
1: <laughs> See you shortly.
4: heavenly days, I hope nobody ever asks Dr. Gamble what I look like.
5: If they do, just tell them what he looks like.
4: <laughs> That'd
5: be about as dirty a revenge as you could get.
4: Well, now, this isn't getting ready for the party, McGee. And I want everything to go perfectly tonight. I want my friends to know I can host to something larger than a chili con Carney fracas after a 40-cent movie.
5: You'll do okay, Snooky. You'll do okay. When this jamboree hits the society page, Eli Culbertson is going to wonder why we're snubbing him.
4: Well, I do hope everything... Hello, folks.
5: Well,
3: here's the card table you wanted to borrow, Molly.
4: Thank you very much, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah,
5: much obliged, Junior. It's going to be a shame to win your paycheck away from you on your own card table. <laughs> well, that's life, pal. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, could you spare a man a glass of water? I'd right, do better than that, Junie. Come on out in the kitchen. Give you a little sample of what we're going to give the guests tonight. Yeah? yeah. I picked up a case of genuine pre-war root beer. No. <laughs> the kind with sugar in it. What? It cost me three bucks and a quarter. Want a wee Doc and Doris? You keep Doc. Just give me a little Doris.
3: <laughs> Remember, I've got to drive home.
4: <laughs> well, here's the opener, McGee. Thanks. Oh, I'll hate that sound till we can get a new set of tires.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Drink hardy, Junior. right not Ah, say, that's the real stuff, Mac. You betcha. I don't believe I ever... Hey, watch it. You're spilling root beer on the floor. Oh, take it easy, Junior. My gosh, I got
5: glow coat on this linoleum, you know that. Don't you know by this time that glow coat puts a tough film over the linoleum that protects it against dirt and spill stuff? My gosh, don't you read? Yes, but gee, <laughs> I...
4: <laughs> My goodness, Mr. Wilcox, that's nothing to worry about. I just glow coated that floor this morning for the party. Just poured some glow coat on it and spread it around.
5: Yes, and... but what's that got to do with... it? It's about time that you learned <laughs> that a linoleum floor never has a party hangover the morning after, if it's been glow coated
3: the morning before. Certainly. Well... Well, what? Well, gee, I hope we have this much fun tonight. See you later, folks. Hey.
5: Hey. Hey, what happened there, anyhow? <laughs> I'm so used to that guy spouting about Johnson's self-polishing glow code. that... Oh, well, that's one time we didn't have to listen to him popping off about it, anyhow.
4: Yeah, you certainly showed him. Sure did. Well, come on in the living room now, dearie, and help me. Come in. Hello there, Mr. Mayor. Oh, hi,
5: la Trivia. Hello, Molly. Good day, McGee. Uh, here are the extra ashtrays you wanted to borrow for your card party, Molly.
4: Oh, thank you, Your Honor. Yeah,
5: much obliged, Latreve. You know who's going to be here tonight? Now, toss your hair back so you'll have room to raise your eyebrows.
4: <laughs> or Blakewell Butler, Mr. Mayor.
5: Yeah. Oh, that's splendid. It'll be nice to see her again. Oh, you acquainted personal with this butler beetle, Latreve? Well,
3: uh, I have met her, McGee. Mm-hmm. Rather a charming person, really. Oh. She went to college with my sister. Got her bachelor's degree the same year.
4: Her what, Mr. Mayor?
3: Her bachelor's degree. Gee,
5: that's tough, Latrivia. What if she changes her mind and wants to get married?
3: (laughs) What's that got to do with it? She can still get married.
4: With a bachelor's degree?
5: Take it easy there now, Latrivia. As a college man yourself, you know you can't practice law with a medical degree. Of course not, but a bachelor's degree is... And if your
4: college makes you a bachelor, that's legal, isn't
3: it? Naturally, it's legal, but you don't see... So,
5: if you're legally a bachelor and then you get married, that's illegal, isn't it? No, it is not. The legality of the matter is not. Now, just a darn minute there, Latrivia. (laughs) By George, I'm pretty liberal in my views. But when a city official advocates tearing down our school system.
3: I advocated no such thing, McGee. And you know it. The mere fact that the person gets a bachelor's degree does not prevent him or her from getting married.
4: But if they do get married, they have to tear up their bachelor's degree, don't they?
3: No! No, they do not. Oh. My sister is married and has three children
2: And her bachelor's degree hangs on the wall of her library Oh, those poor kids
4: (laughs) Well, this is the most shameful thing I ever heard, Your Honor
3: Oh, for goodness sake, look what I'm trying to say is that a bachelor's degree is a purely honorary. What's degree? so honorary about
4: promising to be a
5: bachelor and then turning around and getting married? That has nothing to do with it. When you get a degree, degree as, <laughs>
7: uh, as
2: a bachelor, you're not requested, required to maintain uh, to maintain anything. It's merely that we, everybody, the, the scholastics,
7: I, you,
2: I, well,
7: <laughs> McGee
5: <laughs> Yes, Your Honor Let's, let's go fishing one of these days
4: Why, he'd just love to, Mr. Mayor, wouldn't you, dearie?
5: Why, you betcha, Laturvia. Hey, what gave you the idea all of a sudden?
3: Well, it, it just occurred to me that after all the years that you've been baiting me We ought to do something about it now, if I may have my hat.
4: No, no, Mr. Mayor, not him. Even... No, no, that's the hall closet. What?
5: Don't open the hall on. Gotta straighten out that little trivial one of these days.
3: The King's Men sing Van Pico.
7: The Gulf of Mexico! Mexican art Made in Idaho Ay, Tampico Tampico Wealthy, weary, go. Tampico Tampico Down in Mexico You think you learned learn to do the samba and the rumba So you'll engage the senorita In a hurry you find she's got a perfect telephone and number And learn to dance by mail from Arthur Murray Ow! Tampico Tampico the great big fool they throw. Tampico, Tampico, down in Mexico. As the sunset fades to a purple glow, we bid farewell to Tampico. We'll steal away and leave her stay there on the
4: be coming any minute now, dearie. How does the house look?
5: Beautiful, Molly. Fine. Everything is so slicked up, I've been putting my cigar ashes in my pocket. You've got this place...
4: How's my hair?
5: Oh, wonderful. The way you've... Fa-
4: have I forgotten anything? No, I
5: don't believe you have. You
4: think there are enough peanuts?
5: Oh, there's too many peanuts. Make them too thirsty. I only... I only got one case of root beer, and if we... Well, well, here they come, Molly. Good luck with it, baby.
4: Thank you, dearie. Come in.
5: Oh, hi, Wimp.
4: Come on in. Hello, Mr. Wimple.
0: Hello, folks. <laughs> Ah, I've been looking forward to this evening. I haven't been to a party for so long. I hope you don't mind if I just let myself go tonight.
4: Ah, uh, you just unwind, Mr. Wimple. Have fun.
5: You really get raucous, do you,
0: Wimple? Oh, I'm a caution when I get started, Mr. McGee. Yeah? <laughs> you should hear me recite, The curfew shall not ring tonight with a lampshade on my head. <laughs>
4: it sounds really riotous, Mr. Wimple. Maybe it's a good thing your wife couldn't come tonight and cramp your style.
0: It's a wonder she let you out of her sight this long, Wimp. Oh, I just sneaked out, Mr. McGee. Oh. She was sleeping off the effects of a cup of coffee when I left.
4: Coffee? I thought coffee was supposed to keep you awake.
0: Not if you put in it what I put in it, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> she, she'll be lucky if she wakes up in time for Valentine's Day.
5: Hey, now that's pretty dangerous, Wimp, doping a person's coffee.
0: That's what I kept telling myself, Mr. McGee. But every time I said it, I dumped in another teaspoonful. <laughs> <Coke. laughs> I'm getting so I don't believe a word I say.
4: Well, uh, was she all right when you left?
0: Oh, yes. She was breathing very naturally, which for her means snoring like a water buffalo. <laughs> Cheese, ooh, peanuts. May I have some? Why, sure, Wimp.
5: They're right over there. Go them. right
4: in, sit down, Mr. Wimple. Everybody will be here in a few minutes. Come in. Oh, boy. oh. Here oh. you go. Come on, in. Come on, break
3: right. out the faceboards, Rothstein. I brought a sun lamp with me in case I lose my shirt. Hey, the house looks swell, Molly. The way that furniture shines.
6: Please, Mister Wilcox, no shop talk. Oh, sorry. Well, is everybody here?
3: Because I'm already. Oh, peanuts. Huh? Uh, lay off, Gamble. I saw the first. Oh, oh my goodness, McGee, this must be Cordelia Blakewell
4: Butler.
5: Don't look so scared, Tootsie. She ain't gonna bite you. Come in,
4: Mrs. McGee. I am Fordelia Butler. Oh? <laughs> well, uh, do come in, Miss Butler. It was so nice of you to come. It was nice of you to ask me, Mrs. McGee. Yes. Uh, this is my husband, uh, Miss Butler. How do you do, Mr. McGee?
5: Hi, Fordelia. Hey, you're pretty good looking. From what Doc Gamble says, I was expecting a broken down McGee. old...
1: McGee!
6: I'm so glad Dr. Gamble is here. One of my dearest friends, you know.
5: Oh, he's one of the dearest friends anybody ever had, Farty. <laughs> His bills at the end of the year. Please, and
6: now, I... McGee.
4: Mm. Uh, Miss Butler, I'd like to have you meet the rest of our friends. Uh, Mrs. Carstairs, uh, this is Miss Cordelia Blakewell Butler.
3: Four diamonds.
0: Uh, double. Redouble. Pass the peanuts, greedy.
4: Well, that's our game, Mr. Mayor.
3: Uh, I've been doing very well tonight, Molly. I haven't seen so many spades since the WPA finished the airport.
4: <laughs> hey, how about
5: some refreshments, Molly? I could eat the horns off a of Gandhi's goat.
4: Oh, my goodness, McGee. It's only a little after nine. Uh, could I get you anything, Miss Butler?
6: Well, if it isn't too much trouble, I would like a glass of water, Mrs. McGee.
5: Why, sure, Fordelia. You're a cinch. We get it piped right into the house here. <laughs>
6: just there. Oh, I'll come with you, Mr. McGee. I'll, uh... I'm dummy anyway.
5: Frankly, Fordelia, isn't this about the dullest evening you ever spent in your life?
6: Oh, on the contrary, Mr. McGee. I'm enjoying myself very much. Although I, uh... Oh, thank you. Although you what? <laughs> well, one of the reasons I accepted your wife's very kind invitation is that I heard you were quite a poker player. And, uh... Being very fond of poker myself.
5: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What was that again?
6: I said being very fond of poker.
5: Well, my gosh, why didn't you say so? We wasted a whole hour. Come on, sis. You just talked yourself into popularity. Attention, everybody. Fort wants to play poker. Throw them bridge scores out the window and break out the chips. Come no, on, guys. Oh, oh. Come on, get well,
6: that's all right,
4: dearie. Now it was my
5: mistake. Move those tables together, boys, and take off. Oh, yeah, well, it be dealer's choice.
4: Yes, and uh, you deal the first hand for yeah. dealer. Oh, wonderful! Get your
6: chips on the line and feed that hungry kitty. Not Here, Here we, we, go. we go with spit in the
4: ocean.
5: Oh
6: boy, that's for me. them around and bet 'em like you see. That's it. Sky's the limit, and here's where all
4: friendships begin.
3: It's been said that the best way to judge a product is by its popularity. Well, now, I'm a mere male when it comes to shopping, but that sounds like good common sense to me. That's one reason why I have such confidence in telling you about Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Did you know that more women use this famous wax floor polish than any other polish in the world? The reason for such popularity is simple, of course. When you protect your linoleum with glow coat, you accomplish two things. You preserve its original attractive colors and beautiful pattern. And you make it last a much longer time. And, of course, you save yourself lots of work all year round because Glow Coat is self-polishing. It needs no rubbing or buffing. Takes practically no work from you. Simply apply and let dry. That's the Glow Coat story. Why don't you take a tip from the millions of pleased users and get some Johnson self-polishing Glow Coat tomorrow. <laughs>
4: our party was a success after
5: all. I'll say, look at this picture in the paper. And listen to this. It says, Mrs. McGee, one of the town's smarter hostesses entertained with a card party last night. In sharp contrast to the usual sticky bridge affair, the McGee party was one your editor will long remember to the tune of 16 bucks.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh What else does she say?
5: Oh, a lot. Here, read it. There was only one little thing I thought she'd never say last night. What was that? Good night.
4: Oh, (laughs) good night, all. (laughs)
3: This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.